Today's podcast is brought to you by the Face Value Course, the Sharpened Artist Academy flagship course. Have you been frustrated trying to draw portraits in colored pencil? Do you want to draw people confidently and accurately, but don't know where to start? Or maybe you're just tired of copying another artist's line drawing. I get it. The Face Value course, now in its fourth year, will give you the tools you need to create your own original portraits. You'll be given a step-by-step system for independent decision-making, bite-sized exercises, and live weekly office hours interaction to keep you accountable. Enrollment for the course is still open, and there's still time for you to join the 2021 cohort. Just go to the show notes for the link before enrollment closes. The Color Pencil Podcast is brought to you by UART Premium Sanded Paper. What makes it different from other sanded papers? One thing is the way that the grain is applied to the paper. There is an electrostatic charge that pulls the grain up towards the paper and is applied from the bottom up. Why does that matter? Because it's an even distribution of the grain to the paper. And so you can have very fine grains like an 800 grade on the paper, a very velvety kind of touch to the paper. If you've never tried UART sanded paper before, then then go over to the show notes, click on the link, and there are seven different grades to choose from. It comes in a beige and a dark, it comes in sheets, pads, rolled and mounted boards. And we thank UART Santa Paper for their support of the Colored Pencil Podcast. We also get support from Amazon Music Unlimited, and we're talking about more than just a music service here, guys. For example, you can stream the Color Pencil podcast on your Amazon Echo device through Amazon Music. So it features 70 million songs and thousands of expert program playlists and stations. All of this is available ad-free. So to activate that free trial, just go to getamazonmusic.com slash sharp welcome to sharpened artist a colored pencil podcast weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much Hey there, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. I am so excited to welcome back to the show Barb Sodiropoulos. Barb, how are you today? I am doing great in in and, scorching Calgary. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, just frying over there. Yeah, Canada is apparently a hot place now, in case anyone didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's like it's hotter there than it is where I live. Yeah, which, which is, is so odd. which is I know. And 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 speaking of hot topics, we've got yeah, a good one today. That's right. You like that segue I just threw in there? I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we're going to be talking about art show rejection. I don't know what 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 do you think, Barb? When when you hear that, even that word, you know, you know that that feeling that you had whenever um, I don't know if you know I can articulate this very well, and maybe it's the same as it was here in the states as in Canada. But when you would stick stick your card into these card readers at the grocery store or wherever. And all of a sudden you'd hear some nasty noise, you know, like, or, and it just meant that it's time to take your card out. You know, it's not a pleasant sound though. So dramatic. Yeah. 
You didn't have that up there? I mean, we, I think we have something similar yeah, to that, yeah. but it's just like a little beep. It's not like, you know, yeah, it warning you of impending doom or anything. <laughs> depends on where you go around here, but I've noticed that so they've gotten better about that and it's I, not as sounds bother me though anyway. I so mean, when it's I would Canada, hear that, so it's going like, to be, I've got to, I've got to jerk that cart out of there just as soon as possible so I don't hear that truck backing up noise, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's it's Canada, so it's going to be a more polite noise. You know? Oh, it's is not that gonna it? Be a okay. <laughs> Been dying to oh, use wow. that. Sorry. We're the laugh track now. <laughs> right. All right. Oh, well, anyway, to, just keep your finger on that one. I got more jokes. <laughs> you got you got more jokes. More where that came from. Huh? <laughs> oh, no, but so the thing is, you know, the same thing happens with it's just noises. Noise, noise bothers me. And so, if the microwave, if I'm using the microwave. And I see that it's go, it's counting down and it's about to beep three times because it's at zero. I stop it at one second and then I hit the cancel button because I don't want to hear that beep. I don't, am I alone here? I, You're not I like mean, that. I, I, I like short of giving you like a psychological <laughs> evaluation here. Like I don't, that's fine. You can do that. I, really know to, I mean, that's a different show. People are, once again, people are like, did I tune into the right show? What right. Is happening here? Okay. <laughs> so here's, here's what I'm getting at though. When you get rejected though, it's the same kind of feeling like it, it, it stings. You don't like it. Right. Every single year. People get rejected in the colored pencil community at the same time of the year. And it's right around this time of year. It's during the summertime and we submit our work to the CPSA International Convention or the International Exhibition. You can go to the convention if you want to. Although this year, it, I guess it's, you know, they, they're not having it because it's going to be online again due to the say, pandemic, just like can. last yeah, you can't go this this yeah. year, but just like last year, you know, it's the show is going to be online again. But anyway, the point is, is that you you get an email that says, hey, the results are in and the accepted art are on this list. Click here on this email and go look. And I got that email while I was on vacation mm -hmm. and I was about to roll over and start snoring. I don't think I snored, but I was about to go to sleep and I checked my phone. One last time in in the hotel room or wherever it was we're staying. And I looked at that and I, and so I told my wife, I was like, Oh no, the results are in. And, and she goes, well, don't, don't look at it. Just go to sleep. Look at it in the morning. I said, yeah, right. You know, I can't do that. You know? So I looked and I shouldn't have looked, but anyway, I, it was fine. I, can't I tried wait to not. Go ahead. I was going to say, I can't wait to meet your wife one day. She just sounds like she just, she's just constantly like, don't look at it. And you're like, I'm going to look at it. And she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. I told you not to do it. Yeah, she but, knows you too well. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, no. No, so I try not to ever get my hopes up, you know. I had my hopes. Here's the thing. I had my hopes up, though, this time. And that was a mistake. Had my hopes up. Why? Why did I do that? Because this would have been my third acceptance had I been accepted. Now, I've been rejected before. Now, this is the second time I got rejected. And so, you know, it won't be the last, I'm sure. But so I got my hopes up and I shouldn't have done that. When you get your hopes up, then and you get rejected. That's when you, you can have a problem, right? So anyway, so we're going to talk about this. 
for a moment. I just thought I'd nutshell that just for a moment and uh, let you know <laughs> that you're not alone today. If you got rejected or if you feel that pain of rejection when you have submitted a piece to any show, not just that one, you know what I'm talking about. Barb, I know you know what I'm talking about. If you're an artist at all today, you can resonate with this kind of feeling. I feel like you're prefacing the fact that you're going to talk about your feelings here for the next. You're going to talk about my feelings. <laughs> John's really That's right. No. I, I should have no, a violin I mean, <laughs> here playing. <laughs> I've definitely, I mean, I personally actually, even though I've been a CPSA member for a really long time, I've actually never entered any of the competitions, mostly because, to be perfectly honest, I keep forgetting when the deadlines are. <laughs> By the time I realize when they are, it's like way too late for me to submit anything yeah. that would be of, well there was a big like, gap of time like value. four years or yeah. something i didn't enter at all because i forgot i know yeah. i literally like this year wrote down the days when you're supposed to get your <laughs> submissions in so i can plan yeah. for next year just because i i yeah. always forget but i have entered like i've submitted work to magazines and stuff before and and right. on occasion not gotten accepted and that sort of thing and and yeah. I mean, you know, that happens. And I think, you know, it's very common for it to happen. I think that's yeah. the first point for, for everyone to hear. And it's funny because it's more you know, common we, for it to totally. happen than to get accepted. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah. I feel like, you know, you and I were talking about this the other day and I had written yeah. a blog post about this last year, just because again, on Facebook and Instagram, you know, I was seeing all the posts of people that, you know, entered their work, didn't yeah. get accepted and were just devastated about it. And, you know, I yeah, felt this yeah. need to sort of write this post and just sort of, you know, I, I don't know if it's like my way of comforting people, but like just yeah. just letting them know because, right. you know, you're just seeing people just beating themselves up so much about yeah. it. And and I feel like, you know, they, they need to, I mean, I'm sure to some extent what we're going to discuss, they know, but I think it, hear, it helps to hear it from someone else sometimes, you know what it I mean? It does help to hear it, yeah. Yeah, and it happens to everyone. That's that's the biggest message I want to say is, and it doesn't mean, here's, here's the thing. When you stop and think about it and you start to realize what it means, then you're okay. Because you know what? It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Some people will say, oh, well, just up your skill level. No, that's not what that means. I'm sorry. And I hate to disagree with whoever is thinking that right now. No, that's not what that means, necessarily. It could mean that, but most likely it doesn't. Because here's what's going to happen to you if you got rejected. You're going to see pieces that you know and I know are not as skillful as what you did and it got rejected. I see that every year because you get to see you know, the pieces that got rejected, the ones that were, that were submitted and got rejected as well. And you see the ones got, that got accepted, right? And you'll always see pieces that are very, you know, very, very good and have deep meaning, have some kind of message or whatever. Execution was done exceptionally well. And then you also see those that are not so much. And, it, and they're on both sides, the ones that got accepted and the ones that got rejected. How can that be? How can that happen? Because it's one person's opinion. That's all. It's an opinion-based, subjective show. Art is that. So, 
There's uh there's also another kind of school of thought with that too, and I think I had this conversation with my sister one year because I used. And she's hers. also an artist. For yeah, those that may is. not know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about because I used to. I, I haven't in a while, but I used to. So the Calgary Stampede is a big thing that's happening right now up here in Calgary. It happens every year. It's like a agricultural and kind of rodeo you know, thing. I'm describing it terribly. Cool. Everyone from Calgary. No, that's all right. Like, I, I love rodeos. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a rodeo, right? Yeah, essentially. Okay, cool. But I mean, there's, there's like an amusement park theme to it. Yeah. And like a, like a bunch of, like, there's a lot of stuff in bands and that sort of okay. thing. Anyways, they also have an art show that takes place every year. So there's two kind of separate parts to it. One section is professional artists that can have booths and then they sell huh. their artworks and that sort of thing. And then there's a bit of a competition there as well, I believe. But then, there's also um, what's called the arts and crafts kind of art show. And so there's there's sort of a wide range of um, things that you can enter in there. So everything yeah. from drawings, paintings, there's a cake decorating segment, oh. there's quilting, like a whole bunch of stuff. Fiber so, art, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So and, making. Yeah, and so for a few years, I entered it. And one year, a, a piece that I had done had won two ribbons. I was beyond like beside myself because... You know, I was, I had entered this colored pencil category and I was like, holy crap, I did so good. Like, I was yeah. so excited about it. And then the next year I submitted another piece and I, I thought that it was better than the piece I had submitted the year before, but I didn't place it all for it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, meanwhile, this other piece the year, literally just the year before had done really well. And then I think the year before the piece that I'd won the two ribbons for, I had submitted a piece and gotten third place. So, yeah. And, and so in talking with my sister about it, we were discussing just how sometimes, and this isn't necessarily the case for every juror, but right. a lot of times what they'll do is like in, in that case, they'll take whoever submits work. So it's not necessarily juried in, Yeah. but in terms of when they're choosing winners, right. Uh, Sometimes the, the thought process behind it is like, yes, they'll give the awards to whatever the best one is or what they feel technically is the best one or the one that speaks to them the most or whatever their their sort of thought process is with it. But they'll oftentimes also give a third place, for example, to somebody who showed effort. And so the thought process behind that is that they're going to then encourage that person to enter again kind of thing. So, and, and I guess some, some of the point I'm trying to make with that is that even with the CPSA or whatever competition you're entering, when you see those works that you think, well, mine was better than that. Why did that one get in? Sometimes it could even be that a little bit happening where, you know, they're trying to motivate these other people to continue to enter. Right. So there's or there's something about their piece again that they see potential in and so it, you know to some extent you think it's always just going to be the best that gets in but depending on who that juror is and what their intention is and and whether again they're trying to maybe subtly give someone some encouragement in in terms of you know like not looking so yeah. biased that it's like okay well everything has to be high realism maybe that's not what they're looking for maybe they're looking for somebody's you know, use of color, maybe it's, and maybe their rendering isn't a hundred percent, but what they're doing with color is, is advanced somehow. Right. So. Most, yeah. Most of the time we don't know, we don't know the criteria inside the mind of the judge. It sounds like on that show, you did know something about it, which is nice. I think that's very helpful for, for some who are, you know, emotionally bothered yeah. by a rejection, you know, but yeah, you're, you're right. You don't, you don't usually, typically you don't know. What is in the mind of the judge, even if they say what they, you know, based it on. 
you know, I've been to shows where they'll say one thing, but then whenever you look at what was selected, it really doesn't, it doesn't align with what their words were, you know, that kind of thing. So you just have to be prepared for that, that, you know, this is a subjective thing. It doesn't mean anything. It's not a rejection of, of who you are. The worst thing, in my opinion, that can happen is you get rejected and then you change your art. You start doing a different subject matter or you start doing a different style that is not authentic to what, what who you are. That's the worst case scenario in my mind that could happen. Don't do that. Just stick to who you are as an artist and the work will win out over the words and the life. You know, if you keep staying true to who you are, I think, and producing the work and as long as it means something to you and you're leveling up all the time in your execution. I am someone who thinks, you know, that you can become more and more technically proficient, even in expressing your ideas and your values and beliefs and all that in your work. I try not to be emotionally invested in my entries because I don't want to think to myself, oh, wow, they didn't like that piece. Like I've had one now, I think it is, that got rejected from different shows that I've entered it into maybe three or four times or something. I still like the piece. I love it. Maybe one day someone else will like it. But <laughs> but the thing is, I like it and I think it's great. And I'm still going to enter it if I can. You know, it might be 10 years old and I'll still be entering it. I don't know. But my point is that I, I'm not going to internalize that. I'm trying not to and think to myself, oh, it must be awful. You know, no, I I think it's great. So, yeah, that's my encouragement really is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Am I alone here, Barb? Do you? No, do you, no, no. Do you feel no, like I that think, as well? I mean, it's like yeah. I, I don't think, know because uh, I see that happening. Don't you? Oh yeah, for sure. I've and and for anybody who who wants to you know dive a little deeper into the idea of making art that's authentic to you, we just did an episode, oh, episode yeah. three ten. Yeah, three ten uh, of the podcast. We yeah, talk about you. that. So yeah, no, I I think what's really interesting about being an artist is that you know for a lot of people, not necessarily everyone, but for a lot of people, art art is coming from this place within you, and it's something that you know you yeah. have the skill and you're able to create this work and you spend so many hours invested in looking at it that it becomes personal to you. And it's right. hard. It, I mean, you know, for, for lack of a better comparison, it's like, it becomes your child. Like yeah, you, it does. you feel yeah. because you're, you're, you're physically making it. There's something about it that feels like you, you are the creator, right? So right. it's, you know, it's, it's, it makes sense that people are invested in it. But then what's also kind of interesting is then then we put ourselves in this position where we're now taking this thing that means so much to us that we've created and we're right. now giving it to somebody else and putting it in a competition and asking them to judge it yes. and, and and to to kind of determine its worth. And I sort of feel to some extent, right? So uh, to me, that's that's sort of where competitions can be a little bit problematic because it's yeah. exactly what you said. If somebody then comes away from that and they feel they need to change their art, like I know you mentioned in one of the previous episodes, somebody like talking about how they, they went back to all their competitions and noticed, you yeah. know, quality is about all the pieces that had won. And I right, think, right. you know, there's there is that part of us that feels like, okay, well, if I can get it down to an exact science and find out what the exact, you know, qualities were of things that win, then I, you know, I can I can somehow make a formula for this to to, to win. And 
And at the end of the day, if, if all you care about is winning, yeah. then that's one thing. But what you, what I feel everyone should care about is making the best art that you possibly can. And I think you, when you start fixating too much on the accolades and getting someone yeah. else to give you external validation for your work. Right. I mean, to some extent, yes, if you're posting your work publicly, you want some sort of external validation. Otherwise, you wouldn't post it at all. But yeah. <laughs> but 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 that can that can be very toxic. Yeah, well. it's it, there's a fine line there, right? Yeah. Like, yes, art is you know in some ways made to be seen, but at the same yeah. time, if 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 you're putting too much weight in then how somebody is receiving it, whether people think it's good, and then you know the motivation. I, yeah, and like where the I motivation think you know for having it seen. Yeah, if if the juror of a competition is somebody you really really admire and somebody who whose opinion you really respect, then I can see there being a little bit more weight involved yeah. in terms of what you, right. what you hope they think of it. Right. But right. what I would also say to that is that there are ways, and, and maybe not every artist is open to this, but there, I find a lot of people are very very approachable especially in the colored yeah. pencil community, you know, it may be harder to kind of get through to some people than others, but for some people like it, you know, I'll use ourselves as an example, even though it's maybe kind of a bad one. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh, if, well, no, I just mean like, cause I, I don't want to make it sound like I think I'm a big deal or something, but like my no, point is no, that no, like, no. if somebody were to send their artwork to me and want my opinion yeah. and want, you know, that feedback, I, I would be happy to give it to them in a one-on-one -on -one setting oh, where I, I could actually give them right. some more in-depth advice as opposed to, right. you know, when you're in a competition setting, it's like being in a field of beautiful flowers. How do you pick your favorite one? Like, exactly. you know, it's, it's not an easy so, task. No, yeah, right. like, I think if you, you know, the only way to me truly that you can judge a competition fairly is if everybody did the exact same subject matter. Like the same, and you're thing. only using skill level uh, right. as a criteria, and, and then yeah. and then you're like, okay, who had the best example? Because how do you compare, you know, somebody who did a portrait versus somebody who did a still life? You're not like you're not even comparing the same subject matter. Yes, it's the same medium, but even in that, there's different techniques, different applications. I mean, even, I you know, I use well, painting right. a lot as an example, right? Like. There's impressionist style. There's realism. There's abstract. How like there's if all everything of those, in between as well? Yeah. And so if all those same people are entering the same competition, how yeah. do you pick what the best is from that? Right. Like, well, yeah. And execution of skill is one thing. Composition's another. The mastery over the tools is another. And there's so yeah. many other things that uh, can go into it. Color, value. And, you know, you can look at a lot of those things. And, yes, you could ferret out some of those things individually and say, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to, uh, you know, focus on, on this particular thing. The, the other thing, Barb, I think that is kind of interesting is, and I, I'm glad that the CPSA does this and there may be other organizations that do this as well. They do not pick a juror whose medium is colored pencil. And I think that's smart. I think that's a good thing to do. They're picking somebody who doesn't work in the medium. And so their perspective for the most part, I would think, uh, is going to be less biased than if you, I mean, let's just be extreme here. Let's probably not pick the person who won the CP award last year, you know, and have them be the judge, right? That wouldn't make a lot of sense, I don't think. So I see the wisdom in that is what I'm saying. And I think that's a, a, a pretty good move to 
you know, put that foot forward to say, you know, we're being as objective as possible in our selection of a juror who will judge this fairly and use the expertise that they have to make the, these assessments, right? But, he, but even saying that's fair is is subjective because... It is, yeah. Depending you on... You can't get the, away from that, can you? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And, and I guess no. my point in that is just that are, there are so many different styles of art. So say they get yeah. a jur- like a judge that is does realist portrait painting. Well, great. So they come in, they're either going to have a bias towards realism portraits... Or not or, at all. Or, or not at all. not want to see it at all. You know Exactly, yeah. right? They yeah. might be looking at something completely different because to them, that's more engaging yeah. because they're like, right. wow, like I see realist portraits all day, but right. what this person's done but with this do botanical yeah. piece right. is, right? So, yeah. I mean, there's so many factors in, right. Right. you know, why something gets chosen. And, yes. and honestly, like, I mean, so... <laughs> the sort of a side story. I'm getting a puppy at the end of the month. <laughs> Super oh, excited. Oh, congratulations. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. And at the time, I thought because of where we are on the list, we weren't going to get to choose the specific puppy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. That's <laughs> no, fine, even if you so, aren't. <laughs> no, and so I'm and enjoying so, this. And, what, and it, it ended up, it ended up that I ended up getting to Barb's choose. Barb's going to be a mom. I know, a little fur mom. And so I ended up being able to choose between two different dogs. And I honestly, just just trying to choose between two of them nearly ruined me. I yeah, was like, yeah. doing the phone a friend option. Right, like, right. It was just like my boyfriend was no help because he was just like, pick whichever one you want. And I was like, listen, you need to make this decision with me. This is going to be our little furry child. Right. Anyways, um, no, but my point being, like, I had such a hard time just even picking between two, and maybe I'm just super indecisive, but the thing is, like, when you're now a judge of a competition where everything is amazing, like, I can't even imagine for some people, like, for some, it's probably really easy. They're like, yeah, this one and this one, but for some other people- I'd like to meet that person that thinks that judging a show is easy. No, but, like, I'm sure, I'm sure if you were to actually ask anyone who's done it, they they probably are just sitting there like, man, I don't know what to pick. Like, I don't want to pick the wrong one. Like, this is amazing, and, like- You know, they only they only get to pick so many. And then inevitably, I know I would just feel like there was always going to be like, I would want to contact everyone and be like, I'm sorry, yours was really good. It's nothing personal. I just yes. maybe I'm like, I'm too soft that way. But I'm just saying. Like, no, I, I think you're right. I think that's exactly right. I just um, yeah, I think it's harder than people think. And, and really, it's yeah. they I'm sure they would give honorable mentions to hundreds of people if they could, but they're not allowed to. So they really right. have to. You know, and maybe it does come down to stuff like technicality or lighting or composition. Like, I'm sure there there are things they will default back to in terms of their decision making process. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's the thing that people really need to remember is that, like, it's easy to take it super personal because, you know, in your head, you probably think like, this is the one I've, I got yeah. it. Like, you know, but. Oh, yeah. Just- right. Because, yeah, you've, you've spent a lot of time, months and months for some people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and they're just like oh, I gotta I gotta enter this. This is what I've been working for for this entire year. But what's interesting is I, I know people personally who have entered something. It got rejected. They entered it the very next year. Some it skipped a year or something, and it got accepted and even won uh, some recognition. Yeah. So sometimes it just depends who you're up against that year. Yeah. Like I mean. 
Well, or, that you know, could be too. You'll yeah. see certain people, they'll do a piece and they'll have a hot year with that piece. And that piece will get, they'll right. enter it in everything, they'll win everything. everything. But yeah. like, you know, who knows if maybe they had entered that piece a different year, they wouldn't have won all those awards. Like it really right. just depends on, you know, there's like, the again, the market you know, at the time, you know, yeah, that's, it's, that's some of it. There's so many factors. And I think, yeah. you know, the biggest thing that you and I are both saying with this is just, don't let it define your your confidence with your artwork because yes. i think you know that's that's one of the biggest things that i i guess took away from even the times that i've been rejected from magazines it's like okay well whoever's curating it because mm-hmm. they are curating it to some extent and it's the same thing with competitions you know they might be in their head have a certain theme they're working towards or yeah. you know that there's that part of it like with the cpsa show because it, there's also an in-person component to it normally you know those those artworks right. are all going to be displayed together so you know there might be in their head they might be thinking okay what's going to look good as a show right like mm-hmm. there's that aspect to it too so there's just, and I mean, you're not going to be able to yeah. read somebody's mind and, you know, right. unless you're sitting there polling every colored pencil artist the year before to see what they're planning on entering. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> right, it's, right. I think if you try to like, if you're trying to play the game, I guess, if you want to say it that way, or if you're trying to. You're find not going to be happy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. If to you do beat that. the system. Like, yeah. you're just going to end up creating work that it's. Right. It, I don't know. There's, I, only, I, there's I, only a few people that I know of whom for whom uh, I think that's the case where they. They think of it as a game and they're they're wanting to just like beat this game, that kind of thing. I don't know if they'll ever, you know, do that, but I mean, um but I've seen that voiced before, you know, I am going to get the the CP award if it's the last thing I ever do, that kind of thing. But I've also worked with people, you know, and when I had a corporate job, I worked with people that were married to their work and they they literally just they stayed there longer than any they were there. The doors were opening, you know, with the janitors, and they were there late at night, and that's all they th- lived, breathed, and slept. All of this, all the time, their work. They were miserable people, though, yeah. and I, I just think that 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 will, yes, you know, not to be vulgar or anything, but that will constipate you if you are wanting to just win at that show or any show, and that's your whole life's goal, and you just constantly are trying to do that one thing. I submit you're not going to be happy. You're not happy doing that. The Color Pencil Podcast is brought to you by UART Premium Sanded Paper. There are so many different advantages to using a sanded paper, such as using lighter pencils like white over dark areas. That's just one of the advantages. So that flexibility allows you to keep on layering over and over again. If you've never tried sanded paper before, go over to the show notes and click on the link to get your first batch of UART Premium premium sanded paper and we thank you art for their support of the color pencil podcast you're a color pencil artist and you've got just about every colored pencil that there is except for that one and you're wondering how this color compares to the actual pencil line that you have Now, some colored pencil artists like to create these huge charts. I don't do that. I don't have the patience for it. 
Well, I've got good news if you're like me. Someone else has created these charts for you. There is a color pencil conversion and comparison chart, thanks to KarenHallArt.com. This is a 62-page PDF booklet that you could download, and you can get updates as she updates it. She just updated it with the brand-new Karen Dosh Luminance colors. It's got the Derwent Lightfast pencils in there as well. How would you like 20% off? Just go to the show notes or use SharpArt20 at checkout. The other thing people need to remember that is that much like getting a lot of followers on Instagram, winning those awards doesn't then automatically come with something as well. Like, yes, right. some of them are monetary prizes, but it's not there's not always a, like there's not always a guarantee of this like instant fame or something no, just because no, you right. win these awards or even a handful of awards like there's more right. there's more to it than that right yeah. like you can easily be a one hit wonder in colored pencil the same way right. you can as a musician right like right. you can have one piece that does really well for you and then you know maybe nothing ever like i mean maybe not nothing that's extreme but you know what i'm saying like there's there's that possibility of it too and i think there's yeah, yeah don't build it up in yeah. your mind right barb yeah uh, it's great yeah. for your resume sure but at the end of the day like i i use an example in my blog post that i wrote about this topic that there are plenty of nhl players that go their entire career they'll, they'll be <laughs> making the canadian making a hockey reference i know but <laughs> no but it's true like there's yeah. so there's so many players and athletes that that are they're elite they're recognized as elite yeah. And they never win whatever the top prize is in their sport. And it yeah. doesn't diminish the fact that they're incredible athletes. Right, right. It, it's just that for whatever reason, it just didn't happen for them. And I think you need, like, people need to approach themselves that way as well, is that the awards, yeah. while they're great, I mean, actors too, like, there's so many actors who have none of her, never won Academy exactly. Awards that are brilliant, right? And people, yeah. and celebrated, so... Yeah, no, no, that's exactly right. Yeah, so I, I think I think that is a message that we're we're trying to get across is yeah, don't let it define you, don't let it defeat you. You know, you're going to rise up and you're going to play another day, right? You're going to do a lot of great things. Don't put so much emphasis on one thing, and I think you're going to be just fine. Now, here's the other thing that you could do if you feel so bothered by it is there's nothing wrong if it's done ethically with contacting the juror or judge and just sending them a polite business type of tone email and just asking them for some feedback on your piece. There's nothing wrong with that. When I judged a show, it was last year in 2020, wasn't it? For uh, the UART competition, I had yeah, several. That was that long ago already? I know. Uh, that wow. was, seems like it wasn't that Forever. long ago. But, but yeah, I mean, I had some people contact me and ask me about that. And so, you know, that was, um, and I thought it was very prudent on their part and wise to do that if they're wanting to, you know, improve and, and, or, or just know the reason, you know, what, what happened, you know, that kind of thing. So nothing wrong with that at all. So anyway. I think too, another thing you can do, and, and I mentioned this as well in my post is that, you know, if you want to get your feet wet entering competitions, do ones that are open calls where they, they accept anyone who enters essentially, because yeah. what's good about that is yes, they still pick winners, but then you get to kind of see the crop of people that you're in. Yeah. And, right. and it gives you a little bit of confidence of just doing the process of entering, because the mm -hmm. other thing that people need to remember is that. Sometimes you're getting rejected, and I've seen this before for even submissions for other things, 
sometimes you're entering like something about your information is incorrect or the quality of your image isn't up to par or like sometimes there's technical reasons that you're not disqualified because the medium is wrong or something totally or your percentage of the medium mix is wrong if they allow mixed media or or and it's obvious or whatever all the time actually i I mean there was one uh, you know thing that i was involved with recently where a lot of the submissions like it was like people just didn't read didn't read the submission the, requirements. The, your requirements. <laughs> like yeah. 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 Like, I mean, when they're telling you to label your, your, your images a certain way, when they're right. telling you to fill in certain information, like they mean that. And yeah, when they you're actually talking have a reason a, for it. <laughs> yeah. And, and when they're talking about a competition where there are hundreds or if not thousands of people entering, yeah. you will get cut like that. If yeah. your if your stuff isn't correct. And I'm right. not saying that to scare anyone. It's just the fact that it's yeah. true. Like, yeah, sometimes it can it come down to that. Like you may have done everything else right. But the fact that you labeled your image wrong, like when, you, when you're talking about that many entries, it can come down to as simple as that for you to get cut. So yeah. keep yeah, that absolutely. in mind as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I do want to say one one thing though in closing that, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, right? When I'm talking, <laughs> but I, I really I want to discourage you today because I think it's poor form to go on social media and to whine and complain and you know sour grapes about not getting accepted. To me, when I see that, uh, I I feel bad usually for someone who who does who's doing that and and is expressing those emotions. But at, at the same time, I'm also thinking. A couple of things. I'm thinking, number one, they're probably new to the art world or new to maybe they were the type of child that, you know, would they're losing at chess or checkers. They would mess the board up, you know, and run away crying or something like that. That's what it that's what it does in my mind. I think, well, why why are you spewing that around? You know, it's just it's poor form. It's not professional. And it's not going to solve anything. It's not going to make you feel better. But if you're listening today, you're probably not one of those that does that. So I'm preaching to the choir. But if you ever have the tendency to do that, then I just want to encourage you not to do it because it's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to help you in any way, I don't think. So just have a different approach in your mind going forward is all I was going to say. Sorry, Barb. I keep doing Oh, no, that's okay. I was going to say, I I think people tend to want to commiserate with other people and they want some sort of validation that, oh, no, your artwork should have got chosen. What were they thinking? Whatever. But like, here's the thing. I I don't, I would honestly say, I don't think that ever comes off the way people think it's going to. And you will have people that will indulge you in that and want to comfort you and want to make you feel better about it. But the other side of it is that you weren't chosen for a reason. It doesn't mean that that reason should like change anything about what you're doing. Sometimes it does mean you should change. Sometimes it means you need to get better. It really does. Yeah, true. That is true. But sometimes but, it means none of those things. Yeah. But I would also say if you're doing it in a public forum, for example, be mindful of that. Because I would also say there are competitions that are judged by your peers Yeah, <laughs> in colored pencil. And I would have to say that I feel like if I was in that position and I noticed the same person kind of complaining I I feel like that would create a bias in me to sort of, I I don't know. Like I just, you know what I mean? Like it could do that. Yeah. Very well. It it changes, it changes your, your opinion of that person because here's the thing. Like while, while we have all experienced moments where we've been sore losers about something, 
the difference yeah. is whether you vocalize that out loud or not. And, Correct. you know, just because social media exists, it doesn't mean that you have to put everything you're thinking out there. And I would argue also that it's actually really not a great idea to do that because it's really hard to take that back afterwards, right? Yeah. Like, I think if you want to, if you want to have somebody to commiserate with, do it with somebody who's close to you in your life. Do it privately. I think if you plan on having any kind of professional career as an artist, it is really, really a bad idea to do that publicly, whether you're at the point you want to be or not, because you never know who's seeing it or how it's being perceived. And I think, you know, right. it goes it goes both ways. Like, I mean, if you're also sitting there bragging about things all the time, like right. that also comes up poorly. So I think, you know, there's there's a balance in terms of having a little bit of humility and sort of understanding that sometimes you're not going to win. Often you're not going to win, but it doesn't mean that your work is terrible. And it just means like I, I there's a saying called uh, rejection is redirection. And, and mm -hmm. you know, sometimes that's exactly how you have to look at it and, right. and not put so much emphasis in and give so much power just to this one situation. And yeah, you may get rejected from a few competitions, but who cares? Like, right. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't devalue the work you just put into that piece. Like you can still feel celebrated about what you did and not rely on the external validation of someone else for it to, to mean that your piece was good. That's right. Be who you are and stick to who you are. And it will, it will win out in time. I think so. Barb wrote that, Blog post, you know, last year, still valid today. So it'll be in the show notes. Head sure, on it'll over there. It'll be valid next year, too. It'll be valid next year <laughs> and the year after. <laughs> it really will be. No, I'm glad you wrote that. That is so great. The podcast comes out on Monday. The video podcast, though, is available early to members only inside Monthly Sharpeners. So go over there and check it out. Raw Cut, ad-free whatever else leave in some of the bloopers some of the side talk that barb and i do hopefully that's enjoyable <laughs> i don't know maybe somewhere saying oh good i don't want to i don't want to hear that i'll get the audio <laughs> only not the not the video but anyway we appreciate you and i appreciate you being here if you enjoy the show be sure and consider leaving a rating and or review you can catch the show on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, or anywhere else that you're listening right now even so come back next week same time same place and until then take care and stay sharp bye bye thanks for listening to this week's episode all the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com 